Welcome to the Beauty and Battle podcast, where we talk about winning in marriage by waging a war. I'm Jason Benham. I've got my girlfriend slash wife, Tori Benham, with me, and we are here to talk to you about how Satan tries to get you to fight face-to-face with your spouse, but God designed you to fight shoulder-to-shoulder against Satan so that you can win in your marriage. Fighting together draws you together. We cannot wait to jump in. So here we go. So we're talking about remembering in marriage, but I titled it Re-Membering. And there's a reason why. Okay. So I'm not going to let you in on it yet. I'm on the edge <laughs> of my seat over here. <laughs> You're dying. Because, um, I, you know, before we get into talking about remembering in marriage, first, uh, Thanksgiving is coming. It's coming up quick. It's coming up real quick. Yeah. So our, our talk today has a little bit to do with what we do on Thanksgiving. It's right. coming Thursday where we remember back to faithful people in the past that gave us the freedoms in America, the likes of which no nation has ever experienced freedoms like that. We're the only nation uh, in history that ended slavery in less than 100 years from its founding. Yep. Right? Yeah. Which is cool. So we got a lot to be thankful we for. We really do. Um, but before we jump into that, we're going to share a song with you. Yep, we Tori are. picked out a really special one. I love this. All right. Cue it up. So are you going to tell tell them what it is? Do I tell them before or after? Yeah, you tell them before. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's That Could Still Be Us by Keith Urban. Yeah. Let's go ahead and play a little teaser and I'll tell you, you're going to know right away why we love it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here we go. That could still okay, be yeah. us. That, it's just it, so good because if you had it once, you can have it again. Yeah. You know, like it's so important to keep hope alive in your marriage. And if you, you've lost that loving feeling and things feel so different than they did at the beginning, there is hope and you can get it back. If you loved each other a certain way once, you can do it again. You can get it back. Yeah. That can still be us. And I love that song because he's talking about the past that they had as a relationship. And he was talking about how, remember we used to hold each other and we'd make, make each other shake and all that. And I remember that, mm-hmm. you know, Tori and I first married, you know, like getting close to each other. And I feel myself like shaking, like, Oh, this is awesome. You know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And he's talking about that in the song. And then he's saying that can still be us. Yeah. It doesn't have to not be us anymore. Right. And that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about remembering in marriage. Um, so let's, let's look at, let's look at this because as I said at the beginning, we're, headed into thanksgiving right where we remember faithful people who've gone before us yeah and there's something that happens when we remember though so but let me just back up for a second now relationship is the state of being connected that when god created mankind he created adam he created mankind in one body Mm. and so adam here he was he was all alone mankind was found in one body so what god had to do was that 
He said, hey, it's not good for mankind to be at one. That's what he said, literally. But we uh, translate it as, as alone. So it's not good for man to be alone. And essentially what God was saying was, it's not good for mankind, which is the image of God, to be trapped in one body. So what he did was he removed feminine from masculine, and he separated feminine and masculine into two separate bodies. One he calls woman, one he calls man. And then he gives them the command in Genesis 2.24 to come back together as one. Mm. So God separated what was once one so they could become one by choice. That is relationship. So good. It's a voluntary connection of co-equals. God is in relationship in three people. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. In marriage, we need to be in relationship with three people. Now, we're not all co-equal. The two are co-equal, man and woman, but the third party is God. So we are in relationship. Now, relationship is the state of being connected. But let's look at this a little bit different. My finger has a relationship to my palm. It's connected. Right. Right? And so long as they're connected, I can do what I need to do with my hand. Like my hand has a purpose. Right. And God wants me to use my hand. He created my hand. But my palm needs to stay connected to my fingers. So if one of my fingers gets dismembered through some type of trauma, mm. then a doctor needs to do what? Remember. Mm-hmm. Right? He has to reconnect it. So God is the doctor who can connect us once again. Now, physically, it takes trauma to disconnect. Mm. But relationally, it can take anything. It doesn't take trauma. Could take trauma. It, oh my gosh, Absolutely. you could be very disconnected right. through trauma. Mm. But in relationships, you could get disconnected as simple as, you know, the spouses are away from each other for three days and one of the spouses has quality time as a love language. Right. And after 72 hours, they feel distant and right. you feel disconnected. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It's something as simple as that. And if that's the case, if we get disconnected, then how do we get reconnected? Well, we re-member. We have to remember. Well, how do we remember? We remember. Yeah. Like, how do we re-member? We remember. Yeah. You know, so good. You know, like, God mm-hmm. wants us to stay connected to him, right, in our relationship. So, Tori and God, God wants you to stay connected to him. Jason and God, God wants me to stay connected to him. So, he gives us the scripture, and in the scripture, all throughout the scripture, what do we see? Verses that tell us what? Remember, right? Remember, let me let me read just a couple, so that you know, the way to reconnect with your spouse is to remember. Okay, um, Deuteronomy six twelve. He says, "Take care lest you forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery." So he didn't say remember there. What he said was, you need to recognize that it's going to be natural for you to take for granted all the stuff that I did for you in the past. And when you don't remember what I did for you in the past, you'll get disconnected from me. Mm. So God is saying that. We apply that to our own marriage. Like if you don't remember the things in the history that you guys have and this awesome stuff in your history, you will get disconnected. Deuteronomy 8, 2. It says, and you shall remember the whole day that the Lord your God has led you these 40 years in in the wilderness. Isaiah 46, 9. Remember the former things of old, for I am God. There is no other. Acts 20, 35. And all these things I've shown you, that you need to remember the words of the Lord Jesus. Psalm 77, 11, I will, re- I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your wonders of old. Hmm. Right? Even, yeah. even Jesus in the Lord's prayer, actually when he was doing the, the Last Supper for communion, 1 Corinthians eleven twenty four, and when Jesus had given thanks, he broke the bread and said, this is my body, which is for you. 
do this in remembrance of me. Why? Because God is saying, I want to stay connected. So if you want to stay connected, what do you have to do? You have to remember. That's what we do. And it keeps you in remembrance. That's so good. You know, we just, we, you, before you started, you said, um, you know, it's how important it is that we remember the faithful people who went before us. Yeah. And we just came from your grandmother's funeral. Mm-hmm. Just actually just got home. And one of the things that your, your aunt Chrissy shared just touched both of us the most, mm-hmm. probably out of the whole, whole um, ceremony. It was yeah. just something that really spoke to us. She got up and she talked about, how much her mother and her father loved each other. Yeah, and was just cool. the memories that she had. She said one thing. She's like, you know, my mom and dad, they 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 had their issues. They weren't even saved until later in life. And mm-hmm. so there was, you know, some turbulence in our in our relationship and there were there were things, you know, but but one thing that I will always remember about my mom and my dad is that they loved each other. There was yeah. I never she said me and Flippy, her her brother, which is Jason's dad, she said, we never worried that they were going to divorce one another. We yeah. always knew that mom and dad, that there was security in their relationship. They mm-hmm. really, really loved each other. And they and they gave both she and your dad just a really deep sense of security, knowing yeah. that, you're, that they loved each other so deeply. Yeah. And I just thought that, I mean, what a legacy. What a legacy for, you know, your grandpa died, I think. 1996. So, so she was she was alone for 20 20- I don't know math real well. Twenty six years, maybe. Mm. She's been alone, right? Like she never, she it never even entered her mind to go on a date with another guy. Mm. So for twenty six years, and and I'm like Tori, that that's the example for you. <laughs> if I go, <laughs> just remember I'm watching. That's so funny, but yeah, it, it was just it was really cool to hear that that was something that she and I talked to her after the funeral. I said that was just so beautiful. We shared. She's like, I really wasn't going to share anything because. Mm. She doesn't like to speak publicly. She's like, but I had to let everybody know that my mom and dad loved each other and it meant the world to us. And I think that's actually freeing for all of us parents out there Mm. who know that we've already screwed our kids up, you know, Tori and I being among those. Oh, yes. (laughs) It's like, I know that I've... Hands up high. (laughs) Yes, I have not done good. But one thing that we can all do is love each other as spouses, mm-hmm. you know, and have a marriage that shows our kids that mom and dad really, really love each other. Yeah. And that does give a sense of security to our kids. And I remember growing up watching grandma and grandpa, and now they're both in heaven together, but I never saw them apart. Mm. I really never saw them apart. Like they were always together. And I think that's one of the things that was just deeply rooted in me subconsciously that one day I would want to do lots of stuff with Tori and not just have disconnected separate lives. We've got too many people that we've known in the past who have had disconnected lives and the relationship just suffers at right. some point. Mm-hmm. You know, and but staying connected like that is so incredibly important. And and one of the things that can keep you connected and then help you reconnect if you have been disconnected is remembering. Mm. You know, so I I like uh, Hebrews 11 because again, we're talking about right now we're coming up on Thanksgiving where we're going to be remembering those faithful souls who left uh, Southampton and shoot, I forget the the dates, it's 1620 or something like that, uh, whenever it was. And they got on the Mayflower and they come this way and half of them die. Yep. You know, it's just crazy, but yet they stuck it out. And then that first Thanksgiving and how God uh, allowed 
the the New Englanders, as they were called, and the Indians to come together and, and help each other survive. Basically, the Indians helping us survive. Yeah. And and so then they, they got together for Thanksgiving. But we remember that every year. And what it does is it just encourages us to keep being faithful right now. When we think about the trials that they went through, and yet they stayed true to what they felt like God had called them to do. And because of that, we're living in freedom to this day. We don't have dictator you know, situation like North Korea or China yeah, does. Right. We're in America, and so we celebrate that. But I think about Hebrews 11, where um, we we hear about the the Hall of Faith. It's all these faithful people, and we God gave us a laundry list of these people who were faithful to Him, and uh, and and looking at their faith, even though they went through all sorts of crazy trials and tribulations, they remained faithful right up to the end. But remembering the faith of the past helps us be faithful in the present. Yeah. And since Thanksgiving is all about remembering, it's just so incredible to know that remembering and remembering back in your own history as a married couple, when you remember back, it is a powerful way to connect with each other. Like, take this challenge, okay? So this week is probably going to be a little bit of a lighter work week for most people, maybe not everybody. It's going to be a lighter work week since it is Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Sit by the fire. If you can outside or if you're in South Bend, Indiana, like we just were, Mm -hmm. where there was 18 inches of snow in one night, then you're not going to sit outside, sit inside, put a fire on, and you guys reminisce with each other. Yeah. And and that's going to connect you. It's like the the two words that can connect you really quickly is remember when. Mm. Remember when. And then fill in the blank. So good. It's a connection phrase. Uh, The definition of reminisce. I looked this up. Reminisce is indulge in enjoyable recollection of past events. Mm. So reminisce, which means indulge in an enjoyable recollection of an event that you guys had together. Yeah. And that will that will connect you. Yeah. That's how we re-dash member. Right. So for Tori and I, I think about our engagement story. I think about my dad and mom driving up to Torrington, Connecticut in the summer. I guess that would have been the summer of 99 is when we got engaged. Yep. Summer of 99, I was coaching. No, was it the summer of 2000? Yeah, you're right. It yeah. was the summer of 2000. Yeah. Thank you, Tor. Because we got married in December of 2000. So it was the summer of 2000, and I knew that I was going to marry Tori. I just didn't know when. And I was thinking I would probably propose to her a year or so you know, after that. But my dad drove up, and he's talking with me, and he said, buddy, if you know that Tori's the one, mm-hmm. then just do it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Really? Like, yeah, just do it. And I remember that night I talked to your brother, Frankie, and I said, Frankie, because this is really late. I'm having this conversation with my dad. And I talked to her brother, Frankie, who was still living in the house at the time. And uh, and I said, hey, do, do you think you can go in and talk to your dad and wake him up and see if, <laughs> see if he'll come out and talk to me? And uh, you're like, why? I said, man, I'm going to ask your sister to marry me. He's like, oh, geez. So anyway, he did it. Frankie went in and he woke your dad up and said, "Hey, Jason wants to talk to you." And and I think your dad knew, mm-hmm. you know. And so your dad didn't come out. Oh. It was like eleven thirty at night. Your dad said, "Nope, tell him we'll wait till tomorrow." I'm like, it. oh my gosh. <laughs> so I met Frank the very next day on a picnic table in Torrington, Connecticut, and I said, "I I love your daughter. I want to marry her." You know, I'm going to take care of her. And his first question is, "How are you going to provide for her?" That kind of stuff. So we got through that, and he didn't answer me. He said, I'll get back with you. And I'm like, crap. <laughs> I love it. He's but making you sweat. He did. He made me sweat. But then that next day, he said, you know, Kristen and I just, we we believe that you're the one for her. 
Mm. And we're not going to stand in the way of it if it's headed down that path. And I was like, oh, thank you, God. But then that day I sprung into action. Yeah, I remember I went and I think I bought you a dress. I, yeah. I bought you a dress, a uh, special dress. Um, and then I had it, I laid it out on your bed. You, I think I sent you for like getting your nails done yeah. or something. But this is just such like a testament to, to my parents too. Like you, they like totally got involved too. It was great. Mom was like, okay, what kind of meal, what kind of meal are you wanting to do and start jumped into action. And she yeah, made flank steak were, and yeah. green beans and just the best potatoes yeah, like you they, ever had. Once they were in, they were all in. Because I told them what I wanted to do was I said, I wanted to get, I wanted to do a special candlelight dinner for Tori in the church where we first met. And I wanted to do it in that church. Of course, it was like it was like on a Saturday. Nobody was going to be in there. And I had it candlelit and I set the table up and I did all this. And Frankie, Tori's brother, was in on it. So I went and bought her a dress, sent her out to get her nails done. And when she got back, the dress was on her bed and it had like a letter like, I love you. Mm-hmm. This will be a night we'll never forget kind of thing. And Kristen, Tori's mom, had made flank steak and made her her favorite meal and then had brought it over to the church and helped me get everything set up. Yeah, and then I sent so Frankie awesome. over to... The house, I told Tori, I said, get dressed. You know, we're going to go on a date. And she didn't know what we were doing. She thought we, we were going to actually drive somewhere. But then they lived next door to the church. So I had Frankie walk Tori to the church. <laughs> and then she walked in and I had our favorite song. I think it was I Do by Mark Wills playing and Candlelight and all that. So, and then Frankie left. And of course, I'm thinking, I want to eat this flank steak. I mean, I love Tori and all, but I'm starving hungry. I was I was about to get, no wait, I had just signed with, St. Louis Cardinals. So I was hungry all the time. I went ahead and just dropped to my knee and just asked her to marry me. Let's do this so we can eat. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So she said yes, by God's grace, that we had an awesome meal. We just crushed Mm -hmm. some food. And then I remember afterwards, I got this idea from a buddy of mine named Josh, and uh, I washed Tori's feet. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to do this. This is symbolic. I haven't done it since, you know, and... And so I washed her feet and just said, you know, my job, you know, as a husband or whatever, is I want to just serve you as best I right. can. Right. It was awesome. Yeah, that memory yeah. was so cool. And then we danced and maybe kissed a little bit and then took took went back to her house and had a whole little party there yeah. for some of her closest friends. And we had ice cream cake from Carvel, which yes, there is no better favorite. ice cream cake than that. But even just going down memory lane like that and reminiscing like just indulging in that. Mm-hmm. And if Tori and I were just doing this together and doing it in front of a fire or whatever, we would stop and go deep in some of the, some of those details and maybe talk about those things again. And we're recollection, we're recollecting those. We're right. remembering those. Mm-hmm. And you know what happens at the end of that conversation? Connection. Yep. So true. A deeper connection than, than what you felt before. It's so true. It's just, it's so important. And really it's just conversation. It's like, yeah, Let's talk. Let's reminisce. Let's talk about what we used to do. What did we used to do when we were dating? There's so much of that that has been forgotten mm-hmm. until you just take the time to remember. It's it's not that hard. It's just intentionality. And um, it's, it's so important to make time for that. So this week, yeah. our encouragement to you is to just make time to remember. Mm. Talk about some things that you used to do that you you haven't done in a long time and you really enjoy doing. And some things that you did that made you feel really connected and some songs that you listened to that you that you loved. Maybe maybe you did what Jason did and you would call in. What was that radio station? Oh, my gosh. That was the <laughs> old days. You call in you call and dedicate in, a song. Dedicate a song and then record it. <laughs> oh, God, that's like what straight was, What was 80s. the song that you did? You know, like it just start talking about those old times. It's important to remember. 
um, you know, even just being at this funeral today, it just, it reminded me the importance of telling stories with your kids. Mm -hmm. Like there, there were so many stories told today and I'm so glad that my kids got to hear some of those stories of, of everyone just reminiscing and talking about, and it, it shouldn't only take a funeral to get to that place of remembering. Yeah. We should, we should make it a practice and we hope that you guys will this week. Yeah. And I'm going to share before we let you guys. Can know. I just say this? Yeah, but this is why I titled um, this podcast as re-membering, because I want that to stick in your mind when you see that, that remembering is all about remembering. It's you're connecting again. Yeah. You're, you're bringing connection you're, and you're doing that you're through bringing memory. bringing back to form. Yeah. So reminisce a little bit. Have some fun. Have some fun. Make a little love. Do a little dance. Get down tonight. Please, <laughs> please take that out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's Thanksgiving week. So the, my favorite meal of this week was this th- this meal called Change Your Life Chicken. It's by the Lazy Genius. I'm going to share it with you guys next week, though, okay. because I feel like this week you're not going to make it because you, you're making your turkey and you're making you yeah. have leftovers. Deep so. fry that turkey. Yep. So I'm going to save the meal for, for next week. For this week, I want to just share with you a delicious latte that is so, it's so special. It looks so pretty. And while you have your family over and you're, maybe you've got, you know, college kids home, like, like we do this week and you need something special, mm-hmm. um, to make. And this it's called, um, well, I, w- I wouldn't say it's called, it's something that I just kind of stumbled upon yeah. and it's, you, you grab some Yogi, um, tea, vanilla peppermint tea. Okay. That's what Yogi tea is. Well, no, there's all kinds of flavors, but the, the flavor I'm, I, I'm wanting you guys to try is vanilla peppermint. Okay. Mm. And I, I'll make a little, um, reel to show you guys how to do it, but oh my goodness, it's so good. All, all you do is you just take, um, almond milk and you boil it and then you let the, this pepper, this vanilla peppermint, there's something about the vanilla yeah. Don't like I've tried just peppermint. It's okay. Vanilla peppermint. Ball game. It's the cat's meow. Cat's meow. Yes, it is so good. Okay, so you're gonna just let that seep for seven minutes, add a little honey, and then if you have a frother, just froth that thing up. Froth it. It froths so well. Like froth. <laughs> I like this. I feel like you're gonna frothy the snowman. <laughs> I I knew you were like wanting to break out in song, but you couldn't figure okay, out what yeah. song. It took me a little bit, but I figured it out and it worked. <laughs> um and okay, so my frother, of course, when I went to make it, it was it stopped working today. So plan B, which is another great option, throw it in a blender. If you don't have a frother, throw it in a blender on high. It froths it beautifully. Or a magic bullet. Magic bullet. It works. What have you? What have you? And I'm telling you, it is so good. And it's so like low calorie. You're only, I only used um, unsweetened almond milk, which is like 30 calories. All no, game. No sugar. And, and it's actually good. And I don't like tea and stuff like that. It's special. It's like a special tea little drink. And then to make it extra special, add a little cinnamon to the top oh, of that Oh, I thought broth. you were going to say to make it extra special, take some psyllium husk capsules with it and it'll clean you right out. But that's not what you said. That's your jam, not mine. (laughs) But yeah, you guys, I'm going to make a little reel so you can see. It's so good and it's so relaxing. It's caffeine free. So enjoy a little vanilla peppermint latte with your loved one and just relax after this long Thanksgiving when you're like, what the heck did I just eat? When when you've been cooking nonstop and you just need to put your feet up and chill. Yeah. Okay. 
Nice job. All right. We're going to post that sucker. I will. All right. I'm on it. That's remembering in marriage. Stay connected. Thanks for hanging out with us. Listen, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Have fun. We're going to deep fry a turkey. Tori's so dad does fun. it. This is the best time of year. It is because you, you, you got something to look forward to when it's over. Christmas. Yeah, exactly. But then when Christmas is over, Ooh. Ew, it's a butt kicker. Wah, wah, wah. That's why that's why I uh I always burn my Christmas tree on Christmas night. It is so awesome. We'll talk about that another time. All yeah. right, we love y'all. <laughs> All right. Fun hanging out. We'll see you next time. See ya. Bye.